Welcome to our inaugural podcast of Peers Over Beers. Your hosts, Michael Sandoval, me, and Chris Detzel. In our inaugural podcast, we'll start off with Chris. Chris is going to talk us through a little bit about his new community over at Imperva. We're also going to discuss this idea of the importance of engagement automation in a community, engagement overall. A little mini case study of our effort that we did at Rexel with regards to engagement automation. And you're going to hear an interruption somewhere about halfway. That was the public radio canvasser coming to my house. Apparently, I forgot them this past year. Don't worry. Yes, I gave. All coming up next. I just wanted to make sure I got the name of the beer correct. Of yours? Yeah, it's called, I think it was number 21. Oh, yeah. Beers over, or Peers Over Beers. You got it. It's from Louisville, or Louisville. I was thinking that too. That's why I brought a beer. Just, I was like, we got to talk about yeah, it's, what beer uh, we're drinking. It's called uh, Old Town Brew House Double Vision. Okay, so we're recording. Um, my name is Michael Sandoval. And I'm Chris Detzel. And I'm Chris Detzel. Excellent. Oh, go ahead and have a seat. If you, or do you, is it better standing? I like to stand, but yeah, it's fine. Uh, no, no, no. I got it. That's all right, because I can do... Uh, no, no. That's fine. I can lift it higher. I know. So you can, you can, it's, it's quite right. Um, so once again, my name is Michael Sandoval. And I'm Chris Detzel. Well, hello, Chris. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing good. <laughs> so this, uh, this is a very interesting... Uh, point in how we got to the discussion we were just having a beer and we thought hey we should probably record our conversations because they're pretty they're pretty good yeah we're talking about a lot of cool stuff yeah uh and mostly on the community side and so we thought well hey how about peers over a beer wouldn't that be kind of fun so we are having a beer and this one is that's why i go to look it up old town brew house from Louisville, texas is an ipa pretty good eh it's it's excellent <laughs> cheers, cheers. <laughs> So with that, we were already having the discussion uh, before we started recording, but Chris was telling me, so, well, actually, I'll let you, Chris, tell me, so, what, what are you doing? Yeah, and, um, so I'm building or have built a, an online community for um, for a cybersecurity software company called Imperva. So what? why did they want one? Yeah, I think that um, it's a good question. The, the biggest reason is to kind of think about uh, a few things um, is retention. So uh, and then also case deflection. So we had a big issue with support, um, not being able to answer cases in a timely manner. So, you know, the thought was, well, if we can answer some of those easier questions online and have customers really answer some of those, you know, and, and share their um, uh, share their experiences with the products, then what better? So, I think that was kind of the initial thought around. You had, you, you had come on. I mean, they had already made that decision, right? That they wanted to do something community-ish. Um, well, if you want to know the real story is, or the big story is, is that, so yes and no. Um, the story I got was, so about a year ago, I talked to somebody that I knew, um, and uh, she was like, hey, look, there's this job description that that needed a community, and we needed a community manager, and I thought of you. And so hmm. um, 
they just started a customer success organization. Um, the company's been around since 2002, I believe. And, and so they're like, well, we also need a community manager. And she, she went after it and they thought of you specifically. Um, one person did. Oh, yeah. We'll look at your year specifically. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it was, it was a nice gesture. And, and so they, um, uh, thought, you know, when I think of customer success, I think of retention and I also think of case deflection. So how do we help our customers get the answers that they need quickly and, and community kind of came to their mind. Um, and so I really started to develop the strategy roadmap, et cetera. And yeah. So they, you said they had a problem with it already. Uh, obviously something was getting to the top echelon of the company saying mm-hmm. you're having a customer service problem. Yeah. A retention problem. Customer oh, so service. customers were bolting. That's right. Oh, interesting. And, uh, and so you came in and thought, Oh, I, I figure I know how to do this. Yeah. How to, you know, let, let's go do a plan. So you recently launched it, didn't you? Yeah. So, I, uh, you know, we decided to go with a, a vendor back in April of 2019, which, um, and then we just recently launched October 14th. So it's ready to go. How did, which vendor did you use? We use, uh, we used a company called Higher Logic. Hmm. What'd you think of them? You know, something I really liked about Higher Logic is, uh, they, they have this, uh, great marketing. Uh, so before, uh, you and I worked together, mm. um, we worked with a company called Telligent. What they didn't have was kind of this engagement piece of customers. So when mm. customers create a login and start looking at the content, there was really no, not built in anyways, some, some engagement type things that they have, um, what I call or, what they call automation rules. So you can set up different types of personalization and, and type different types of marketing things that you can do within the platform. And that really um, is what sold me, to be honest. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, they can do a lot of things. And, and so that's basically what I was sold on. Mm-hmm. So that's actually interesting because you talked about uh, intelligent. So just between us, we've worked with, I've worked with Jive, yeah. Intelligent, I've done also the open source stuff like Joomla. Mm. I even had a Joomla to intelligent conversion one time. Um, <laughs> what else have I worked with? Well, of course, all the other free open source stuff. But now with you, you have Higher Logic yep. as an example. Oh, and of course, we both have Microsoft experience. We've both used Yammer, Yammer and, to yeah. uh, to uh, to Infinitum. Um, so it gives us a pretty good idea about all the vendors we know. Slack. Least, I've used yeah, that. Yeah, a lot, we've but... all used them all. Um, so what what something about the engagement piece because I remember you and I were working together one of the biggest things we were talking about was this is this is how you kickstart a community you have to start engagement if you don't get engagement up and going you know shit's gonna hit the fan yeah um, I remember something that uh, you said to me once is um, you know my, my strength is I think really getting people excited about community getting yeah. people excited about what we're doing and what the organization's doing. And, you know, it, it, that is my strength. And, and it's a lot of fun to go do it because I truly believe in the mission and everything else. And, and, um, one of the things that we did was, you know, you, you're like, Chris, we need to get people on the community. We need to get them on. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we do. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I started uh, talking and, and, uh, is a big company that we're at or Rexel and, um, and so I started talking to people in Canada and France and Germany and um, started thinking about, you know, what are some ways that um, 
that we can get people on on the community. And, you know, to make this, I guess, kind of short, but um, I found a partner in Canada. This guy, I'll just say his first name is Rick. Rick, right? Yep. His yeah. name is Rick. Yep. He was on board. He was like, yeah, Chris, let's go do it. And so we developed this thing called the Black Belt Program. And the Black Belt Program really allowed us to um, engage uh, internal people uh, and then also get their customers uh, to engage in the community at first. So I sort of got it. Within three months, we probably had over 2,000 people that joined the community, uh, what we call the grid. It's the grid. Uh, grid at rexl.com. Yeah. And, and then over another several months, we had a close over 4,000 people, new people, not, not just employees, but yep. just this was customers um, that joined um, the community. And so I did my job, I thought. I was like, hell yeah. You know, I, I, I got 4,000 people in this community. It's amazing. Yeah, eat that, Mike. Yeah, eat it, Mike. <laughs> and, then, and then he stressed me out way more. And, and I was so frustrated with this. Uh, <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> and, and, and I was clueless, to be honest. And he goes, all right, well, that's great. So what are you going to do with those 4,000 people? I go, what do you mean? Because I don't see them posting and they're not doing anything else. I mean, what are you going to do with those people? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, and maybe you could talk about, I could talk about it, but uh, you probably say it a little bit better. But, you know, Michael was like, well, there are some things we can do. But what he did was, um, instead of telling me the answer at first, he let me, he, he just said those things, you know, what are you going to do about that? And, 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 um, and then for like a day or two, he let me kind of just die over that. You know, like <laughs> I was, a, I mean, I was like, what am I going to do? Oh my God. You know, like, and, and so, uh, after that, what'd you do? What'd you tell me? Well, to, well, to, to give some context for yeah, those yeah. who don't know, so black belt program. So much, much like the word black belt mm. is right. It's this idea mm. of stages that you take on. Right. So yeah, yeah. you, if you, it's kind of like a, what's it called? Like a, like a, not chicken and egg, but a carrot and stick thing. So the whole goal was to get a black belt and there were levels to each of those things. And mm. part of this was on, on a larger goal around adoption, right? So we we're doing e-commerce adoption. Mm. And one of those steps was to do community, right? So, yeah, and it was a big deal. So I think one of the things that folks don't understand is that we'll talk about this a bit, a bit later, but how do you, how do you go deep into the enterprise? Like how do you get people to really drive the community piece and, um, and you're right. So going back to what you've done, it was you were able to sell to this gentleman, the, the business in Canada, that community can be of value. And he added that as a part of a step into the black belt. So to do that, they had to do certain things, right? And one of them was sign up, create an account. But the most important thing was they had to ask one of their customers to go and create an account and ask a question, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And that was, that was actually pretty impressive. Uh, I saw it because I have a doorbell and I rarely get anybody in the doorbell. So, uh, that's the thing when you're actually, uh, doing a podcast, uh, at your home. But, but to that, uh, because they were trying to get their, their black belt, they did the activity. Hold on one second. Yeah. Sorry about that, Chris. So we were getting into this uh, question about. Um, uh, hold on, let me let me go to the last part. 
it was about you were getting started. Yep. Oh, oh, that's right. Black belt. All right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so kind of got me into it. So, Chris, you were uh, so just before we were interrupted. Sorry about the interruption. So, I think we had had a little bit of recap of what the black belt program was. Mm-hmm. But the whole cool thing about it was you could get for every for every person they signed up internally, they had to sign up a customer. And so we had both internal and external customers show up. So, and because it was a thing they had to do to get their black belt, which was an incentive, we had a lot of good signups, which is a good part. So that was that was a great part. And yeah. we were talking about well, it was really good. I think I remember the question was, um, just because we have four thousand people and no one participating, a community does not one make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think we should back up slightly. So the um, black belt program was part of digital adoption. So in a company that uh, we were pushing digital adoption, and most of it was e-commerce, and part of that black belt program was um, the community. So there's there were seven belts. Two of those belts were for community specifically, mm-hmm. right? So just kind of back up. And oh, it's really good because I, later I want to get into this idea of adoption. Yeah. Because I do think the community does play a, a big part in it. Yeah. And I know you have some really good experience about it. Uh, so tell me, how did you, because you, I, I remember this being on a whiteboard. We were talking pretty deep, <laughs> I know right? exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, remember we were getting into, and this started to get this whole idea about how do you activate new people mm. to the community, right? We were talking about um, uh, this idea of, one was around email campaigning, right. you know, getting them activated. So we started talking about, well, how do we know when somebody signed up? How well are we at kind of easing them into making it very easy to to do the one thing? And we talked about the one thing. What are those? What was what the that one, one thing, thing yeah. that we could get them to do? And it had to be something that was low, low, low barrier. Profile pick. Exactly. Yeah. That was the first thing, right? We first. said what it was the lowest barrier thing we could get them to do. Yeah. Update their profile. And then, uh, so that was one thing, but then we looked at data, right? So we said, mm-hmm. when, you know, let's not just look at, let's not just look at these first 4K people. How many have we signed up since then? Mm-hmm. And when was our last date of activity, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we started going to this whole question about, oh shit, we have, how do we, how do we get them to do the first thing, right? And that just led us into a whole path about, Activation. A whole path. <laughs> it was. And, and you know, uh, that's what we wanted to create because the platform at the time uh, wouldn't do those things. It didn't have what uh, I call, you know, um, automation rules or those kinds of things mm. where you can actually set that up and, and do that. And so we had to kind of draw that out on a whiteboard and say, you know, what what is the first thing we want to do? And we wanted them to create a profile pic. And that led us down to, great, if a customer, then we started thinking about what else, you know, are some of the things that uh, we wanted to do. And, and, and that was more of, well, we want them to subscribe to content. So if they subscribe to specific mm-hmm, mm-hmm. forums or content, mm-hmm. you know, then, then they're emailed, you know, about whatever, um, you know, if somebody posts or whatever about, you know, that topic or that specific content. Um, and then, you know, then we started getting even more deeper about, well, if, if a customer isn't logged in uh, within 
X number of days, so 30 days, then yep. send them an email that says, hey, have you you know, done these things? Do these two or three things, right? And yeah, so, no, I know. I, I, too bad this is not like an actual video piece because mm-hmm. I, I think we even – it would be great to add this as part of the uh, add-on to the podcast, right, which is we had this idea easily. about a three-step – we had a three-stage way of right. customer activation. Yeah. And they were triggered by milestones. So mm-hmm. the first milestone was profile pick. Yep. And you're right. The second milestone was subscribe to content. Yep. And then... Was it I, post or... And I think we had some data that said if they did one activity, I think the minor oh. one was profile, yep. then there was... And I have to look at the percentage. It was a percentage of active... They did something afterwards, right? So the whole task mm-hmm. was to just to get them back to go do something. Yep. And... And if we just did one extra step, we knew they were, were just going to get deeper. So I think the third step was their first post. Yeah. Something like that, right? Asking their first post. And we even toyed around, do we have them ask? Do they have them give us their thought? What are they doing for the day? Right? We had a lot of that question about how what is the right way to ask for the first post. So we had this three-step stage. And then we put timelines, right? So if they didn't do this between the yeah, last, the first right. time they hooked right. up or came in. I think I still have that on a picture somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty good. It was funny because I remember when Michael put this on the, uh, he would always put it on this window and put on a marker, uh, put this erasable marker on the window and, um, and he put it out there and, and then it took me probably two weeks, three weeks to, I mean, I looked at it, I wrote it down. But then I could recite it. You know, I knew exactly what we had to go do. Now, what stage we were in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that was the hard part because we had to actually get it developed. I mean, we had this uh, magician of a developer that can do some crazy shit. Yep. And so we'd say, hey, we need this. I'm not saying he didn't struggle at times to kind of figure out what that was. But yeah. you'd just go in there and, and, you know, it might take him a little bit of time. And then all of a sudden, voila. Yeah, you just did the, yeah, you did the right uh, jack of all trades. <laughs> yeah. So... Kind of pulling back to what you're doing right now. Yep. So knowing that that was an experience, right? So uh, almost in some way, you, we could almost talk to those who listen, like, well, how, you know, almost the feedback is, you know, what is your community's thing, right? And in yep. some way, we look at the data, yeah, right? So w- looking at the data, when did they log in? When was their, l- what was their first thing they did as an activity member right that's yep. how we started looking at some stuff yep. and and i think that we solved it was what was the lowest barrier thing so yep. for our community we were using intelligent that uploading or creating a profile pic was pretty yep. easy and i think we also looked at some other data too so we looked at other communities and found out that you know i think we even looked at uh, linkedin about how they did profile build which was this kind of scaling that's right looking at a thermometer you're 20 percent through 30 percent through so there was some good there was some yeah. good case study about how we could go figure out how to do it, right? So, yeah. so we kind of leaned on that, and that's how we came across it. Um, yeah, I, I want so not to this uh, to, to kind of completely get this off, but I do want to talk about you know some vendors make that easier than others. Yeah, right? so you, uh, this is what was going back to the beginning, which was, and not, we're not endorsed by these guys. We're just talking about experience, right? Yeah. So, what was in this? What was in this product that made that easier? Well, it, it was what they call the automation rules, right? So that, from my understanding, uh, was not built intelligent. You have to have a developer yeah, just not. go in there and, 
and develop it and do all kinds of crazy shit and it takes them three to five months to potentially do it. You know, the nice thing about, so the nice thing about, let's say, higher logic, for example, is, is they have most of that built in. And what they don't have built in, uh, you could, you could use, you can find a developer or a, a company that I found, uh, that can develop through JavaScript, very simple, um, kind of this, Hey, you're 50% there, you're 60% there, you're 70% there, and it's relatively cheap, you know, to, to get them to do something like that. So it's right? like a plugin you could put in to do these, some of these things? Sort of a plugin, but they use the automation rules that are already there, right? So they ah, just make okay. it, API. they, uh, no, no, no. So it's, so, uh, just a script, just a script, a JavaScript, right? Okay. That, uh, that uses the already built in functionality of, uh, higher logic, mm. uh, to say, you know, if you, so for example, if a customer hasn't built a profile or haven't, hasn't put a pick or hasn't put or subscribed certain content, you could put those things in, into that logic and say, okay, well, great. You know, you're 10% there. You now have done your profile. Now you need to subscribe to content. Do these five things. And then you can keep adding to those five things. So it's, it's kind of, I mean, you, you have to make it, you know, look mm. the way you want to make it look. Uh, but it's a lot easier than having, you know, a hardcore developer going in there and <clears throat> truly developing it. So a lot of that stuff is built in. And, and so that was my um, draw to that company mm. in a big way because I remember what you said about engagement. I could, I could today easily get 2,000 people logged into our community. Today I have 300-plus people logged into the community since October. Mm. It's only three weeks. That's the easy part for me. No, that's not bad. That's so um, it's great, but how do I engage those people, right? Not all of those are customers, so some of them are employees versus, but I would say, you know, a uh, little, probably, well, it's way over half, so let's say three-fourths are um, employees, and then the other fourth, which is a pretty big amount, um, so it's 350, by the way, is the uh, number, but but. Uh, another fourth is actually customers without doing any marketing stuff. Hmm. Uh, and before I go off, because it kind of came to my head, yeah. did you do any type of when you launch a community? And then we'll go back to this idea of activation. Because that sounds pretty germane to the conversation. Right? Mm. Is how do you get how do you customers? I mean, how do you, when you when they come in? How do you get them to engage? Right. This is the idea of engagement. Right. Mm. Um, this whole plan around it, you know, that's a strategy in itself, by the way, Michael. It's not a, <laughs> as he would tell me, actually. Oh, it's a lot of tactics you can uh, do, Chris. That's a tactic, that's not right. a strategy. That's a tactic, not but a strategy. Anyways. Yeah, exactly correct. <laughs> I remember that over and over. It's like, well, Chris, those are pretty good tactics. Um, but uh, let's think about the overall strategy and put those tactics on the roadmap. <laughs> oh, my God. I can hear myself. Oh, my God. Oh so my can God. I. Well, well, actually, let's go in uh, before I. My brain is going to a couple of places. Mm -hmm. So going back to this idea of automation that you were in, yeah. uh, what did you um, – so do you obviously put these rules in place yeah. or have you put these in place yet? I'm, I'm, I am putting them in place. Some are already in place and then over time we'll put more in place. And when you kickstarted – this is going back to – my brain's in a couple of places. So when you kickstarted, did you do a – like a launch or you said you didn't put any marketing behind it. So how did None. you get folks to? 
Well, Michael, that's that's a long story, and if you want to hear that story, I can tell you. <laughs> I'll make it as short as possible. Well, how that. about we do this? How about we let's leave that for another okay another note because I think that's an important thing about yeah. No, community. it's a big one. It's a big one uh, because I agree that because I think you know part of my philosophy was around it's hard to launch something for which you do not have a party. I call it a party, right? And, and mm. it's it's hard to get people to go to a party when no one's at the party. Yeah, that's right. So we'll we'll talk about that. Fair I, I use that analogy. It's funny that uh, <laughs> um, I, I get that from Michael. Is is who wants to go to a party that nobody's at? You mm-hmm. know, I've used that in some of the CEO staff meetings and and also on some of the all hands meetings, uh, all company meetings. Uh, and I say that all the time, it, but it works well. And people laugh. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> but it is true. You. Especially in this community space, you have – it's a party. You have to go you, – you don't want to just show up to nothing there. It's its crazy. No, I agree. I agree. So how did you um, – before we – I think we'll close up this session and then we'll kind of start another one because I think we're coming up in around 20 minutes or so. Um, so within these first 300 folks mm-hmm. – um, 350. But I'm sorry. Didn't mean to undercut. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. Fair point, 315. Um, and to give some context, I mean, not to say that's any... So for those who don't know, Rexel is a 13, depending on 14, billion, depending on where yep. we are on, 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 on uh, Euro Exchange. Uh, 2 billion, I think, in Perva? Perva, right. yeah. Yeah, so just to give you context, so it's, 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 we're at the beginning, right? Um, that's right. Um, have you seen any trends so far at the very beginning, the first uh, 350 or... Uh, are they coming in? Are they asking questions? Do they feel engaged? Do they? Yeah, there's there's a few customers that uh, when I say few, maybe five or six that uh, they have some product specific questions. So Imperva has close to eighteen different products. Um, we could talk about that at, at you know and, and trying to create a content plan and things like that um, over time. But but yeah, there there are people that um, are very interested more in talking to peers about. Uh, how they're using the products and certain things that they did around uh, around that. So, did that answer your question? Or uh, lightly? I mean, it was around okay. how uh, do they feel engaged? Are you going to this engagement? And do you feel um, good? I mean, how, what's the first? I mean, you're, you know, you're, I, you're, I, I don't one, know. You're one month. You're one month into the uh, not even a month. It's like three plus weeks. A little, a little over three. Oh, but, very good. But uh, yeah, I mean, when I think of engaged, I think of. There's two or three people that I think are pretty engaged, but I think there's things I'm going to have to do more to to keep them engaged, and so that's that's the thing that I'm uh, a little bit worried about, right? So mm-hmm. is how do I continue this engagement piece, and 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 so I've been thinking about that a lot. Oh well, then let's carry that to the next conversation. How's that? Great. All right. So this ends our first uh, session or first uh, podcast. And I think uh, the next theme is going to be around uh, how do we get more folks, more, more folks in the adoption phase. Uh, until then, thank you. this is Michael Sandoval. Chris Denzel. All righty. Thank you very much. Thanks, Michael.